Hey everyone, this is Nerds in Cars talking about cards. This is Park Cofield. John Sexton. Justin Coffey. Here's Zach Dillon. And we are in a 2014 Toyota Prius somewhere in the middle of Illinois, about two hours and 41 minutes from Chicago. We've got a dog named Piper, and we are going to be talking about altering Magic the Gathering cards today. Yeah. So this is another one of our uh, expertise series, and uh, you know we were asking ourselves like, what does this particular group of people have to offer that's unique or unusual? Um, and of course, we got two very accomplished altruists in the car, uh, Park Cofield and Kara, uh, Kara Sakdalen, and uh, we're going to have them talk a little bit about how they got into altering, um, what techniques they use, what tools they use, their style, and. Um, and then we have some more things to talk about, probably in addition to that, that will be a second episode. But uh, in order to keep it to a manageable length, maybe we'll focus on, you know, your backstory, your tools and techniques, and your style. Sounds good. All right. So, Park, how about you get started here? Yeah, well, let's maybe start with a, <clears throat> a question, which would be, uh, when did you first learn about altered magic cards? Like, when? what was the first altered magic card you saw? Uh, so... I, I think that I started altering magic cards when I was 13 or 14. Um, when I refound my collection, you know, a couple years ago, yeah. I, I had uh, I had definitely altered cards as proxies. There was, you know, a fork that I had written fork on and yeah. Berserk and a Lotus and all of these things. I had found uh, cards that I had manipulated by, um, you know, cutting apart other yeah. cards and gluing. Yeah, like, that's something that I've seen on the Discord oh, yeah, that, I remember uh, doing that other yeah, folks have done as well. And so, you know, I think there was a, a form of alteration that I that I was doing at that point. I also found a card that I altered uh, through, like, a Microsoft Paint program <laughs> uh, where I invented, invented a card and made some, like, art, you know, using the, you know, the paint spray can. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'll see if I can find a, a photo of that card, but it was an enchantment of some kind, and there was even a quote by me that I put on, on the card. <laughs> you quoted yourself. I quoted myself on my own magic card. Um, so, you know, in some way, I think I've always been manipulating these cards and these images in some way. Um, in terms of sort of the, my most recent altar work, I, you know, I... I uh, I think I, I must have seen some kind of altered card on Instagram, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, the first couple of altars I did um, were birthday party themed, and I started thinking it would be fun to put birthday hats on magic <laughs> characters, so the, the, the pestilence... Um, you know that gross art yeah, on, yeah, yeah, on yeah. pestilence. I thought it'd be really fun to put a birthday hat on on him. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to deflate that character. Like, yeah, yeah. Him a little bit more approachable. <laughs> so there, you know, my first altars were yeah, birthday hat, uh, happy birthday fungusaur, happy birthday pestilence, <laughs> happy birthday scathe zombies. Ooh, so yeah. there's a whole birthday party hat theme, uh, and then I started thinking, oh, you know, th- this is fun. I want to, you know, get a, a little bit more uh, more involved in this, and I, I started. Uh, taking it a, a little bit more seriously, trying to make the art a little bit better. Uh, I, I took some altered cards as, you know, for prize pools, for gatherings and meetups. Uh, and then I realized that, you know, that there were, you know, other professional artists out there in the world, you know, do, doing this in a, a more robust way. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Kira? Uh, you, what was your first 
experience with altars? Um, well, altars. Justin, you have this talent for, uh, how do I say it? For utilizing or exploiting my many random interests <laughs> and sometimes skills. And so, uh, he wanted me, well, I think the very first thing was like, what, what did we do? Was it like a, a Mox Emerald? Yeah, we needed a proxy. We needed a, a proxy, and he drew one, and I think it looked good. He was not super fan of it, and so I think I he drew asked a square me to draw of eyeballs it. on it. Yeah. It was like oh, you <laughs> know what? Actually, Park, it was the first time I met you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. He wanted me to make a. We needed an emerald for or a proxy for one of our decks, and oh, so yeah. the meetup that we went to. I was, like, finishing it while we were there. And so that was the first time. That was the first one. Yeah, and that was before we had Posca's, I think. Yeah, you just did it with Sharpie. I just did it with Sharpie. Yeah. Yeah, like Um, gold and silver and green shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there have been several occasions where we've been hanging out together playing cards and, you know, you've been working on some proxies right there on the table. Yeah, like I said, Justin puts me to work. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sewing stuff, painting stuff. Uh Uh-huh. You know, for me, the, there's been a progression, too. You know, I, I think uh, I Magic has been a great social outlet and a, a fun game gaming aspect, but I, the ability to combine sort of an art-making process and this, this game that I love has been, um, you know, really satisfying and, and also a, sort of a mental uh, break from, you know, day-to-day uh, life, yeah. a busy, busy life, work. Um, and I know that others in the altar community have expressed, you know, how relaxing it is to do this. Um, I and I think what I what draws me to altering is the opportunity to manipulate these images that have so much meaning and nostalgia. And you know, the, the idea, you know, these these artwork, this artwork means so much to so many of us and has so holds so many me- memories. And are so iconic and um, Jungian, really. If you if you yeah. really think about it, these archetypes that, that and the ability to manipulate these and create them and combine them, you know, a lot of uh, my altars are, are sort of trying to combine images from one card to another card. Oh yeah, I love that. Um, you know, placing some of my other sort of first altars were unsummons and placing you know other sort of you know genies and juzams and. You, you have a series with all the gins from Arabian Nights getting unsummoned. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so the idea to like combine these images, images, and work with them on a deeper, even sort of subconscious level is really appealing to me. I think. I think that uh, I'm curious to know what other art, like what other artists, have inspired anything. Like, do you, mm. do you see other people's? work and, and oh god I would you know I think I want to try it with airbrushes or I want to do it with I don't know I, I, I'm curious obviously Poscas are sort of the pen of choice yeah but um, do you think there's other ways to alter cards besides just Posca pens I mean there's definitely there's definitely several ways to do it I mean for me it's just a matter of space and time and and especially if I'm I'm doing it an alter for someone else I don't like to take too many risks because this is a card this is someone else's card this is their vision that I'm trying to like put together and I, I want to fuck it up as little as possible so I just kind of s- lately I've been sticking with what I know but I would like there are some things I've been asking on the discord about trying to dabble in like painting acrylics or you know I want to do kind of a watercolor feature on this card I'm doing for Cam Wall 
Uh, and so I've just been poking around to see if that's even possible, if, if watercolor will stick, if there's other ways to create that kind of effect. Um, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of these guys who make incredible altars with Posca's or pen, or excuse me, Posca's pens and, and acrylics and, and all sorts of different mediums that, you know, I can't even touch yet. Um, re- recently, I've been very inspired by Apathy and Atogs on, on Discord, and oh, yeah. um, he has been using a lot of um, cutout pages from pulp, pulp uh, graphic novels and uh, modge-podging these images to cards, and uh, I'm... Yeah, what a great idea. It's that's, a great idea, cool. really beautiful, um, and, you know, I think maybe as a callback to this idea of, like, pasting, yeah. you know, and cutting cards, so, you know, this uh, reconstruction of cards and, and pasting is... Wallpapering them yeah. is yeah. It's a really nice way of thinking about it. I like that idea. I like that idea. It kind of makes me think, you know, the, um, what's the Japanese... Uh, art form where you like break Kitsugi. something kintsugi yeah. and yeah. like tear up a card into little pieces and then like watches everyone's like face hits the floor and then like Reassemble. putting reassembling it in some way with with something connective that that look looks really cool i mean I'll, it might be very different with a card versus like a like a plate but or pole, <laughs> or pole. but I, I don't know i i like that people are are well, losing their their inhibitions, or you know, yeah. like people are really trying stuff with these cards, and, and this is all a very new space for me and a new community. So watching people like try something with a very specific canvas is is interesting. You have uh, to be let's really talk. Creative. Let's talk about commissions versus um, not commit. Like, do you prefer to have someone commission a card and alter and tell you what they want, what to do, or would you rather just go blindly into the night and fucking do it your way, do whatever you want, um, and then see if it, see if people want it, like, which, which do you prefer, or, or let's talk about the, like, the positives and negatives of both, or whatever. I mean, for me, the, the reason I started altering was purely personal, I was doing it for, you know, personal satisfaction, yeah. and it, I was sort of blown away by the fact that, uh, you know, people wanted to have them and and the idea of commissioning or you know getting getting them commissioned uh, was a, a welcome surprise in in my process as I as I moved through this um, and you know I, I love I do love it when somebody comes to me with an idea John came with me oh. came to me with a some fantastic ideas a, a series um, Oh, this around the, a maze, the maze of Ith and an Italian uh, uh, restaurant theme. John, oh, I'd yes. love to hear fantastic. you tell you oh, how you pitched this to me. <laughs> so this is one of my favorite things that I have, and 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 I think this shows the power of altars. You know, like we have some fantastic old school cards in our community. We have insane amounts of value flying around, uh, and you know I like my my valuable cards. But one of my very favorite things in the world is this four panel series that Park made for me about an Italian restaurant yeah. like an Italian restaurant scene so it's four four cards that all fit together and the initial inspiration was that I was sorting cards from the dark probably to buy list stuff and uh, I had the Mesa Vith and Wanda Vith right next to each other and I just somehow got the idea that the Mesa Vith looked like spaghetti and the Wanda Vith looked like a guy twirling a fork 
And so I said, Park, can you do? Can you make it so that the Wandavith is twirling spaghetti out of the maze of it? Yeah. And the answer I, is yes. And, and he sure did. And yeah. so I was like, that was the initial inspiration, just something dumb. I just want to see this because, like, I'm imagining it, but I want you to make it real. <laughs> so we did that just for fun. And then, uh, so I had the, that duo of cards for a little while. And then uh, later I came across um, Contract from Below. And I was like, wait a second, this looks like a, a restaurant menu. <laughs> so I asked Spark, okay, like, let's extend this into a, a triptych now. And I, and I want the Contract from Below to be a Italian menu. On, you know, and we have a red and white checkered tablecloth on yeah. there. So we just extended the table and the tablecloth onto the next card. And yeah, and, and Park did such fantastic detail where it says like, you know, antipasto, creamy, secundi, <laughs> like all the, you know, little nice little details that, that you see on like Italian menus. He added that. So I had that for a while, again, thrilled. And then finally, uh, I was like, okay, I got an idea for a fourth one. It's a demonic tutor who's carrying a wine list and he's got a tuxedo and like the you know like the white cloth over his arm yeah, yeah he's, and, and it's per like it's perfect he's already he's in the that small yeah, he's, yeah. he's coming to bring you your bottle exactly yeah so so then park did that and now i've got this four part i still you know i'm willing to add more to it if anybody has ideas yeah. for yeah. how to expand the italian restaurant on your instagram right yeah yeah check it out and uh, my, i you know uh, that was the next progression of my ultra work i said well i need a a specific Instagram for this, so I I started Alters by PC, yeah. and so that's where you can find find me on, in yeah, my Alters on Instagram. Yeah. There's some great stuff on there. Yeah. What about so you? Did with, you with, oh. with, no, what about you with uh, commissions versus non commissions? And your feelings on that shit? I mean, so I am unfortunately far less deep than Park, and a little bit pragmatic about things. So I haven't done. I mean, prior to. Justin's encouragement, I haven't really done much in the art space for I don't know, like at least 10 years or more. Like, um, yeah, when I was a kid I used to draw a lot and, and it didn't really come to anything and then I just like became an adult and it just fizzled out of my life at different times. Um, and at first it was because he needed cards and, and, and then it was, I mean, really, it was the encouragement from Justin and friends to keep doing it. And so, you know, the first the first alters I did were, for me, in the sense where I was just kind of discovering my rhythm and, and seeing what I'm capable of doing. And 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 then, luckily enough, also similarly to, to Park, it was interesting to find that people were wanted that stuff. And so, um, I mean, for me, I'm, I'm not an art for art's sake sort of person I like that the thing with magic cards is that these this isn't only art that people appreciate and look at they get to play with it and yep. and they get to be inspired with it and a lot of the times what I love about commissions is that it's collaborative is you know maybe they I'm not I'm not the most inspired I know it sounds weird to say that but like I I love being given um, qualities and boundaries and then trying the creative aspect to me is trying to work within that so you tell me okay these are the things that I want exposed these are the things I want covered this is the kind of style I want it in and these are the things that I love and so trying to use that and then find something that might like suit you as a person to make it feel as as like uniquely your thing as, as possible I feel like that's 
probably why I like doing commissions more than doing stuff for myself. It's because sort of like that Italian restaurant in Seattle. Remember that you go in, he has no menu. Speaking of Italian restaurants, yeah. so you go in and you sit down and you tell him what you don't like. And then you tell him what you do like, uh-huh. and then he comes and he just feeds you. Yeah. Okay. And he'll just bring you, you like, you don't get a choice. There's no, like, you just tell him, I don't like mushrooms, and I like chicken over steak. And then you get yeah. a fucking chicken yeah. tetrazzini or something and a bottle of wine. And that's that. Kira, what, what was the subject of your first commission? Uh, actually, I did a lot of moxes. Yeah. So, um, at first... <coughs> yeah, a lot of proxy. Yeah, proxy moxes were my first um, <laughs> commission, just because they... I could bang them out real fast, and people, especially in our group, uh, there was just a need for them. Like, we have a really new magic group, an old school community, and people are just really starting to develop their decks, and so they just needed key key components. And so that also led me to doing Power Nine stuff. So um, Ancestral Recall, Time Twister, and Time Walk. I did a gang of those. Um, I actually had one that was super cool, a time twister that one of the, the desert twisters asked for on a desert twister, yeah. which was one of my favorite alters early on, for sure. Yeah, Dan, Dan Fraser told her that she does um, mox proxies better than he does. <laughs> uh, by the way, he actually just wanted to hit on Justin's mom, and yeah, so I true. think he was... Uh, that's true. He was just trying to be a little yeah sweet. he was putting the game on her real hard it was oh, hilarious God, yeah. well Kira, well, you just did a pretty fantastic mox emerald uh, that was posted in the discord recently an art deco style one thank you. that was just fantastically beautiful yeah um, thank you do you want to can you say a little bit about that process because i hadn't seen anything that looked like that and it was really stunning well for one i'm lucky that the last few commissions i have like for some reason uh, Brendan or Alain uh, Amongst Men and uh, Cam Wall and aka Freezy Bear um, we kind of all have a very similar taste and style like Art Deco, Art Nouveau and they saw that that's kind of a, a, a style I like to, to draw and so he kind of, Cam commissioned me to do this and just said you know I trust you just do something with it and here's a CE mox and then I was just yeah, it was a very nerve-wracking thing. So I I guess in that process, I, I go online, I look at the qualities that I'm looking for. So Art Nouveau or Art Deco style, and then I look up key keywords for the, the story I'm trying to tell. So I was, the emerald itself looked kind of, you know, it looks like a, a, it's a creature holding an emerald in its mouth. And I thought, what kind of creatures could this be? What relates to magic? And so I looked up, like Art Deco dragons or Art Nouveau dragons, excuse me, and and then just the the kind of background that comes with it. And so, um, I mean, I found a few pictures that made sense to me, mm-hmm. uh, and took those elements and applied them uh, to the piece. And you uh, you work in a sketchbook when you're mocking up and laying your designs out. Is that correct? Yes. Now, um, now that these are big and important and take. <laughs> Yeah, previously, I think she was just she was winging it and and putting her putting pens to cards, and now she's she's laying stuff out, being a little more you yeah. know, thorough. Yeah. And I'm sure, I mean, Park, you know what it's like to just like go for it and then maybe fuck up a little bit, and then now you have to like rewind or reinvent whatever you were doing in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I I think we we can talk a little bit about sort of methods in, in, in another episode about materials. But I will say that I uh, my process tends to be digital uh, based. And so I, I, I look up reference photos and 
uh, I lay everything out in um, basically in a you know a simple sort of uh, I guess it's um, Google picture is what yeah. I use, okay. and so I'll I'll find an image of the card I'm about to alter, and I drop it into a blank document, and then I'll I'll pull in reference images and change the transparency on the images to lay them on on top of the, the digital card that I'm altering That's so to do advanced. a layout <laughs> uh, just to understand where the lines need to be to get the right um, you know uh, layout and and um, formatting of of what I'm going to start and I consult it as I sort of lay, lay out the card. I saw that That's great. when you did the, the Wrath of Waldos, yeah. which oh, yeah. was a gift for Kira. Oh, I love did, them. And, and you had given me these options, like, do you want this size Waldo or that size Waldo? And yeah. I, I, had, I it was kind of like a peek behind the curtain, and that was cool. Yeah, I mean, it's a functional tool also in communicating expectations to someone who's commissioning you to do this work. And yeah. so I, I like to do that because it... it takes away some of the surprise on, on the other end and it makes sure we're on the same page before I proceed and put a lot of time and effort yeah. into it. Yeah, and so I'll send a mock-up to uh, you know whoever's commissioned it and say, is this what you're thinking? Now's the time to make changes. Let's get on the same page before yeah. we, we get started. Yeah, you sound like a professional. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> well, I mean, like, that is way more... Uh, you, you give your, your clients way more... Uh, then I give them. I'll, I'll say that. Like, yeah, you, they don't. They, a lot, a lot of thought and consideration. Park doesn't have uh, doesn't have me there going. Hey, can you draw a, a fucking Lord of the Pit on on this right. for me? She's puts a damper on some of the work she's supposed to be doing. I'm like, you got to put a Lord of the Pit so on. You got to do this tonight. We're playing tomorrow. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. so cool. Well, and at the same time, you also tell me when something looks like shit. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. I'll be halfway through something. He's like, mm, I don't like that. Yeah. I'm like, this is the concept. I, this is the only thing I, I have going on here. He's like, no, no, you got to do something different. Okay. <laughs> if you want blatant honesty, you're going to get it. Yeah, I know. Unfortunately. So do you guys like playing with uh, altered cards from other people in the community? Like, you know, you like having your cards out there uh, in the world and seeing them in tournaments. Do you like collecting altars from other people as well and playing with those? Yeah, for sure. I do. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, we would be remiss not to mention the altars channel on the Old School yeah. Discord. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. So shout out to all of our fellow altarist friends. Yes. And this Hi. amazing community that has grown up around this shared passion of drawing on cards yeah. and the FTC fuck the cards community <laughs> and ethos has come up yeah. and I think all of us are in that Alters Discord uh, channel uh, come at it for different reasons and purposes of, of why we like using these cards as inspiration and manipulating these cards and these images and yeah I take a lot of satisfaction and joy out of uh, receiving altars from uh, our the fellow community and, and Playing them in my deck, I I like collecting altars around certain themes. I yeah. have a He-Man altar yeah. deck, yeah. and so I, you know, if we do sort of altar swaps or, or you know trades, I'm frequently asking fellow altars friends to to create a He-Man altar for me to go into a He-Man deck. Um, and yeah, you know, as you're playing it, you, you know, and you get a a mountain that has um, you know. Um, Skeletor on it, 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 it conjures up memory and a connection to this larger community that we're part of and makes you feel, um, gives you a warm, fuzzy feeling. Yeah, yeah. I think it makes you feel close. I think, Kira, you should talk briefly about um, 
sort of what happened at Christmas with your because talking about oh, like cards yeah. that you you know you cherish these like little pieces of art. Kira's niece, who's thirteen years old, 12, 13 years old. Thirteen. She she I had her alter a singer vampire for me at Christmas. Oh, and it's, and it's so like, good. It's like my favorite thing in the world. It's got yeah. these like little thumbprint smudge clouds and like this faded purple background. Yeah, she made a singer vampire aesthetically pleasing to look at. It's yeah. very difficult. <laughs> but talk, I mean, talk about how the, well, the just, like, it's that just kind of a, brought like, that into the family, if you Yeah, will. it's, it, I mean, obviously they, I'm doodling around with cards and, you know, her, my nephew, who's 16 now, um, we're all relatively artistic in our own way and I'm doodling on the couch and they see that I've got pens and I just, you know, we push them uh, in front of them and give them cards and just let them go at it and it's great to see especially two people who really don't understand value uh, of cards in a financial way um, that they they just it was very innocent in a sense and it was very just like like laissez-faire like they gave no fucks what we thought about keeping certain essences of the card intact they just did stuff and what they came up with was yeah. awesome and I yeah. they're in my deck and I, I love it it's been really cool to see uh you know others in the community who are posting photos of you know shared art time with their children and oh, yeah. you know bringing yeah. younger generations of, ma- of future magic players into the mix to to you know doodle on lands while you know they're they're doodling on their their cards yeah. as well and I love I love that it's a shared activity uh, that is happening uh, parallel to the gameplay itself, yeah. and it's a real world activity that doesn't involve a screen. Although I mean, except for Park's in depth process, but like yeah, but you know, like do, 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 doodling with family and stuff like that, like that's a quality time activity yeah. that's creative. It doesn't involve screen time. You know, there's a lot of healthy things about that. I'm also really interested to see how altars continue to evolve as this magic community continues. I, it's starting, I think, to to creep into other spaces of the old school community with the, you know, the Discord um, secret Santa swaps. Yeah. Altars being sort of a, a, an additional, how would you say it, like an additional element of, of that trade that you're, you know, you're swapping something uh, for your secret Santa recipient, but you're also including an altar to go along with. Uh, you, you know the gift that you send, and so well, I love, also seeing love them, that. Like now, we've been to so many different events in the last year, and it's as if altars are are a they're a figure of of these com- old school community events. Like the prize is not you know some high valued card. It's like your your homie's like altered uh, desert twister, yeah. or you know like and these things are we're proud to have those things and we look forward to seeing everyone's different take on new event concepts and and or different um groups like their insignias and things like that i mean it's it's a definitely a fun way to connect with each other i'd much rather win a a rad altered card that i can play in my deck than than uh, a beta copy that i don't know just feels I don't. I, there's no story behind it. I mean, if it's stamped and signed by everyone, it has a story. Or if it's, it was an altar and it's, you know, correlates with the event that you went to, and you want it there, like that's super cool. They did in Texas. They did the 
the, they did fireballs that were uh, for, for the most baller decks. Oh my god, they put glitter on it? Yeah, they put blue I, glitter all over it. Glitter, I yeah, love it. So looked, they looked fucking amazing. Mox Emerald Scott, I will trade you for Yeah, he, that. he got a baller-ish or something, and yeah. it was Simon Christie who won the uh, the, the most ballerist deck yeah. with all of his insane misprints that he has. Yeah. Yeah. He got the most ballerist deck, and so he has this really badass, you know, blue glittered fireball. It says baller in blue glitter, like in the, it's, it was amazing. So yeah. th- those are the kind of things I think that's what makes altars so special. At yeah. least for uh, for us, like John and I, as the recipients of your of your hard work. Yeah, like I have, you know, I have uh, a section in my binder or, or, or a binder that's like for event cards and altars and special stuff. Like you know, sometimes I'll play with it. Sometimes I just want to have it, you know, to look at it and um, enjoy the artwork aspect of those cards. Um, but like those are untouchable. You know, I talk about my listing in the other episode. I got rid of all kinds of stuff that I was like, oh, I will hang on this forever. I want to keep this. You know, this Chase the Mind sculptor is really special or whatever. All that shit's gone. But I still have the, you know, the Italian restaurant scene. I still have the Full Art City of Brass play set that Park did for me. You know, the event cards that are like, you know, the fucking Elvish riders that are stamped with a fifth yeah. place or whatever. Like, you know, that's not going anywhere. And, and there's something very special about the memories and emotional emotional energy that we're putting into these cards. And they retain it. Mm-hmm. You know, they retain that energy. They give it back to you when you look at them later. And I just, you know, I, my own skills in, the, in, in doing altars are very, very limited. Well, I did give Park a uh, Birds of Paradise with a graduation hat on it from when <laughs> we, we graduated business school recently. But... My ability to create them is not uh, is not high, but my ability to uh, appreciate them and you know see what they do for the community, I, I feel like I can do that. Absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. feel like yeah. that's just as important. Without the people who support the altar artists, they're, the altar artists are—I mean, they still exist, but yeah, you know, it's not a spread of you know you don't spread that love without the people who are willing to play those cards. Well know, said. Yeah. Well said. Well, I mean, I, I feel like that wraps up. I mean, yeah, we, we can yep. t- we can talk more about this. I think we have more altar talk in us, but that seems like a good it's sounds a good great button for this one. Yeah, thanks for thanks for uh, asking some questions about this. It's yeah, it's, it's a nice it's a nice surprised commu- community for me, and I'm I'm grateful for the opportunity to chat about it. Yeah, me too. So that ra- wraps us up. This is, this is yeah. nerds, nerds in, in cars, cars talking cards. cards. We'll see you soon. Thank you.